Listener Production. Wall Street is lower in late trade as stocks consolidate. And Aussie shares expected to open slightly low on Wednesday, ahead of Webjet's results and a speech by Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, it's been a good run for Wall Street, but they're having a breather this session. The Dow and the S&P 500 in late trade down by around 0.2 of a percent. The Nasdaq down 0.6 of a percent. I'll be honest, it's a bit of a yawn this session, but uh, US investors probably have other things on their mind, like getting the ratios right for their turkey stuffing. Indeed, Tom. So, of course, we've seen a little bit of a breather in terms of the rally on Wall Street. Let's not forget the Dow Jones is currently up 6% for the month. The S&P 500 is up 8% for the month, and the NASDAQ is up by 10% so far this month. We're on track to snap a five-day winning streak on Tuesday after we did see the three benchmarks register their highest levels in terms of their closing levels in over three months on Monday. Yes, that's right. So looking for a catalyst, and we have just seen the release of the minutes from the last Federal Open Market Committee policy meeting. And as expected, they've spoken about the unlikely case for rate cuts in the medium term. Yes. So Federal Reserve officials at the most recent meeting expressed little appetite for cutting interest rates anytime soon, particularly as inflation remains well above their goal, according to the minutes just released at 6am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. It would be lunacy if you started undoing all of the hard work of the recent rate hikes uh, by speculating about rate cuts if you're a central banker. Do you think it's misplaced the hope that they start talking about rate cuts, Ryan? Well, I think that policy will stay restrictive until data shows inflation is on a convincing trek back down to the central bank's 2% target. I would put it to you, Ryan, that um, we've probably reached the apex of the week and that participation is likely to continue to taper off over the course of the remainder of the week. So the best is probably behind us in terms of what this week has to offer. Well, it's going to all hinge on chipmaker NVIDIA's results, which are due after the market close today. So a blockbuster report is expected. There's very high expectations. High hopes. Very high expectations around the chip designer who's expected to deliver Another strong revenue forecast, but the focus will be on the impact of widening US curbs on sales of its high-end chips to China. Indeed. So uh, just quickly where interest rate markets are concerned, not vastly moved uh, as far as a two-year government bond yielding 4.89%. That's down slightly and a 10-year up uh, by uh, one basis point to 4.43%. So nothing to mention in dispatches there. No fairly listless session on the bond market yet again. We have seen that mixed outcome for a second day in a row. The US Treasury sold 15 billion US dollars worth of Treasury inflation protected securities, a yield of 2.18%. That was into weak demand. So that did have some impact on the bond market. But we did have some economic data out last night, existing home sales. They were down 4.1% in October to a 3.79 million annualised pace. That was below expectations. It's the lowest level since 2010s, and that's highlighting the toll that elevated mortgage rates and still high home prices are taking on the resale market. What did stand out to me was uh, Canadian inflation figures last night. So we actually had a, uh, a larger than expected moderation in the month of October, with the headline rate falling from 3.8 to 3.1% below the market's expectations. And encouragingly, below that three and a half level that 
the Bank of Canada has highlighted that is uh, likely to be the norm for the time being. That will likely close the door on more rate hikes for the Bank of Canada. So there's some symmetry between the Reserve Bank of Australia and the Bank of Canada. Of course, the Bank of Canada, like the Reserve Bank of Australia, have had to restart their rate hike cycle with inflation being higher than expected at various times during the year. So this is probably going to lead to the end of their rate hikes. However, they still target 2% inflation and they're at 3.1%. Indeed. So they've done a good job, the Bank of Canada. Uh, Another important theme last night has been the one emerging out of the retail space. So Uh, as we've spoken about in previous podcasts, uh, some encouraging numbers by Walmart earlier on in the US reporting season. However, this day has been a clangor, Ryan, in terms of the names that have been reporting. So Coles, the department store, down by about 9% uh, following its update on quarter three earnings. Lowe's down by around 3%. Best Buy down by about a half of 1%. American Eagle Outfitters down by 16%. So a variety of blemishes for all of those organizations with their updates. It really just highlights how delicately positioned investor sentiment is around the consumer. Well, we did see a slew of downbeat corporate updates from US retailers, and that painted a dour picture for consumer spending ahead of the Black Friday sales, of course, with Thanksgiving later this week. And we also saw Abercrombie and Fitch slide 0.6% after the clothing retailer delivered fourth quarter guidance that was in line with estimates. So we heard from Lowe's, the... A little bit like Bunnings, I suppose. A little bit like Bunnings, what we heard from them. Customers spent less on do-it-yourself projects. And their fiscal third quarter sales tumbled nearly 13% year on year. Their sales will still total 86 billion US dollars for the fiscal year, which is eye-watering, but that was below expectations for 87 to 89 billion. Worth pointing out as well that Albemarle, the world's biggest lithium miner, uh, has fallen by about 4% this session as lithium prices continue to moderate. So that's something worth keeping in mind when the local market kicks off later on this morning. In terms of what we saw yesterday, we had a smorgasbord of Reserve Bank communication. We had a panel participation from the governor, and then we had the minutes of the latest Reserve Bank meeting for November the 7th, where they lifted interest rates by a quarter of a percent. But We took today's panel participation from the RBA governor and the RBA minutes as being slightly more hawkish than the one-page policy statement published earlier this month. Board minutes within that noted that underlying inflation was more persistent than expected and the risk of not achieving the inflation target had increased. So concerns around inflation expectations, the fact that we are seeing businesses passing on higher costs to consumers and that then feeds into a cycle where we see those inflationary expectations build. So that's not to suggest that we're likely to see a rate hike in December. Much will depend on next week's monthly consumer price index, which we expect to ease in annualised terms from 5.6% to 5.2%. So that could push back pricing for a rate hike to February after the quarterly consumer price index at the end of January. My preference would be if the uh, governor was prepared to break some China Uh, and in that effort to manage inflation, that hasn't been evident in her discourse. No, so we will wait and see what she says tonight. It'll be a very interesting speech, no doubt. But of course, it has had some impact on the Aussie dollar. The Aussie dollar- It's creeping up, isn't it? It has crept up, not far off 66 cents at one stage. It 
has dipped overnight. We have seen it fall from 65.88 US cents to lows of 65.45 US cents. Currently trading at 65.55 US cents, Tom. And the SPY futures are indicating it will be a little bit lower, uh, down by about 0.1 of a percent when trade gets underway. The last couple of days have been pretty underwhelming, I must say, in terms of trying to detect the conviction of the market. I don't know if anything's going to emerge over the course of coming days. Well, we get some earnings results today from Webjet, so that'll be quite interesting. Its shares are down about 12% over the past three months, and we have seen lately Goldman Sachs, a broker, upgrade Webjet to buy from neutral, and that's on the back of its high exposure to hotels, and Goldman's expecting higher margin expectations for its webbed, so certainly that's something to look out for today, Tom. Indeed. So... Uh, Having said all of that, uh, we wish you a great day and thank you very much for your patronage this morning. We look forward to talking to you again tomorrow morning. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.